0: If you ever wished you had a guide to help you navigate the complex world of online marketing with basic frameworks and basic actions, then this is the podcast you've been looking for. I'm your host and guide, Brad Parnell, with a decade plus experience working with startups to global brands. I've got insights and actions for you. I can't wait to share with you. Let's go to today's topic. Hey guys, welcome to Be A Better Marketer. I'm your host, Brad Parnell. I'm here with Rick Trout from TNL Roofing and Repair. Thanks for joining me, Rick. How are you today? Good, and yourself? Doing well. So, man, Rick has been here with us since like eight in the morning. It's 4.30 now. We've just been cranking out some videos and some fun stuff. Uh, but what's been really interesting with Rick is getting to know him and his company and learning about what they do as, as roofers that's different because there's, there's a lot of roofers in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, about nine thousand about nine thousand yeah. man so what what do you think is the 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 toughest part of of trying to stand out in that in that group has that
1: been a challenge over the past few years for you somewhat it's it's uh um, we, we've done a lot of networking and it helps out but the main thing we've we focused on is quality uh, we just we want we we want to provide good quality we want don't want to do repair work or warranty work we want to just the homeowner to be good when we're done and they're good for until the next storm.
0: Yeah, that's great. And we see a lot of like, some of these roofers over here, we kind of like the,
1: the fly by night roofers. When I was, uh, when I was talking, thinking about getting into business, I talked to his local CPA and he said the average life of a roofing company was two and a half years. Wow. Because they just, they don't take care of business. They don't pay their bills and then they're gone. Yeah. And so they start up again as another one and here we go again. So how in the world
0: does a homeowner know if they're about to get a fly-by-night roofer or a a trusted roofer?
1: Well, one of the things we do is, number one, we're on a Better Business Bureau. We've got an A-plus rating. Uh, We do provide uh, uh, general liability insurance, so they know that we're legit. Uh, We're registered in every city that we work in, so they know that we're we're, we're, uh, doing what we're supposed to do. And they can call any of our customers at any time and ask them the quality of work we do. Yeah, so it seems like a pretty transparent approach. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So if if anyone
0: wanted to decide, like they, they just finished school and they're just like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to make some money and be a roofer. Um, in the state of Texas, is it, is it pretty easy or what's the process they have to go through to quote unquote
1: become a a roofer someone can hire? Uh, It helps if you have a pickup, a hammer and a a, a ball cap.
0: (laughs) That sounds pretty scary. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's very scary. It's very scary. So are there, are there no, no very specific licensing in Texas? that you need to go out and start hammering on people's roofs?
1: No, that's a, that's part of the problem is there. No, there is not.
0: Wow. So you can, you can legitimately sell your services to anyone and willing to buy willing yeah. to buy, and, just, and not do research. Absolutely. Man, that is scary. What, what's the amount of, I mean, I'm sure there's just so many people's hard to quantify that get, taken advantage of, or jobs don't get finished, or they're not done right, but that's a, is that a pretty common thing, would you say? I don't
1: have any idea of the facts, the quantities, but yes, we hear it quite a bit. It's, uh, it's, uh, part, of the, part of the deal we get, have, to, have to deal with is, is, we aren't your last contractor, so we didn't take advantage of you, we didn't do this, we don't want money up front, we want to provide services, materials and supplies, so you know you're getting something of value before we get any money that's, I guess that helps out a lot, but yeah.
0: Yeah. That, that seems like a big way. I I doubt those guys that are just trying to make a buck are going to be able to offer that. (laughs) Oh no, they take the money and run. (laughs) Take the money and run. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got your, uh,
1: your storm chasing variety of roofers. Yeah. We try not to play with them either. It's, uh, they're, um, they're here today, gone tomorrow. They're running from Arkansas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, where they need to, not worried about permits or licensings or, anything else. And if they, you know, they buy their shingles anywhere they can find them and uh, they may tell you, they're going to sell you one thing. And when they show up on site, they got something else and until they're, when, when they're gone, you don't know. If, that's if they do the job. They just don't take your money and leave in the first place.
0: What are some signs if anyone's listening to this, that's maybe thinking about getting a roof and they are not sure if they're about to work with a, a brand new kid out of high school or out of college or a storm chaser. Are there, are there certain things that they should be like, maybe questions they should ask or things they should look for just to know they're not, they're not making a wrong decision?
1: Well, first off, you want to know if they're registered in the city. Uh, you want to know if they have insurance and, and ask them to have the insurance company send a certificate of insurance. And then on a certificate of insurance, there's a phone number to call. Make sure it's a legitimate phone number. Call the insurance company. Make sure that they're still up to date on their premiums. And so that certificate of insurance is valid. And then uh, make them provide you with a proposal outlining every single product that they're going to put on their roof and then if you decide to contract with them when they show up go out in the driveway and see if they delivered brand new packaged materials exactly as what they put in that proposal they should also give you a a brochure with your your proposal showing you the the manufacturer and and uh uh, the product that, that, that they're proposing so if someone's already engaged with the roofer and they see different items in their
0: driveway that aren't brand new, that aren't from what was in the line item, then that should be just a
1: major red flag. Major red flag. Major red flag.
0: Can people usually get out of that
1: situation if they've already started? It's a battle. Uh, I, you know, I, I think it's worth it to them to, to, to stop the process and, and, and get into battle with them uh, because the contractor's, you know, he's pulling bait and switch, or he's, he's doing something else and they just need to find out what's going on. Uh, and, and, and why the products on, in the driveway aren't what they said they were. And if they're not, and you don't feel good about it, trust your gut. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yep. So tell us a little bit about your, your backstory, Rick. How did you get into the, the construction, into the roofing business?
1: Well, I got into construction. I went to, to school down in Texas, A&M and a and I got a bachelor of science degree in construction, building construction. And I was in the commercial industry for 30 years and... You know, get tired of flying around and being gone all the time. So, um, did some other things here locally. And then, uh, I had a buddy, actually had a buddy in church that was thinking about getting into business. He and his dad had been in a remodeling business for a long time. And he and I went back and forth about what other companies were going to supply for him and, and what he was going to do. And, uh, uh, we just decided doing, you know, he wanted to, if he said, if he could run the, the, the field side of things, if I run the business side of things. So, I went and interviewed a couple of CPAs that I know and talked to them about whether or not there was any room and any legitimacy in the in the business. And then I talked to uh, an insurance guy that, to see if we could even get insurance. Wrote a business plan and it looked like it pulled together, so we started the company, incorporated, and so we we are fully incorporated. We're an S corp, and so um, someone wants an EIN number, they can actually get one from us. They can look us up in the state of Texas. So yeah.
0: What, what does that mean to you to be able to to really deliver on that trust and be able to do things the right way how has that impacted the business that you've started and maybe the culture with your company
1: well that's just kind of the way Brent and I are built we just you know we want to repeat business and that's where we get a lot of our businesses is from customers who refer us to others or customers who want us to do something more for them and you don't get that repeat business by not providing quality work and and doing what you say you're going to do. When you say you're going to show up, show up. When you say you're going to do this, do it. When you say you're going to provide this product, provide it. And there's just, I can sleep at night for satisfaction. You know, that that I'm not, uh, I'm doing what's right and I'm taking care of people. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. During our time together, I just heard the constant
0: words of just the quality and, you know, doing what's right and just the emphasis on, on it's worth, you know, it's kind of like the buy once cry once. Like, You know, it's gonna cost a little bit more, but we're gonna do it right, and you're not gonna have to pay for those mistakes later. Right. I think a lot of people get in the um, the bad habit of maybe cutting corners, either the the consumer or the the person delivering it, and there's always a cost to that, right? You think you're saving money, but guess what? You're not right. In the end you aren't. Yeah, absolutely. So I I love that you guys are focused so much on quality and even the fact we were talking told me you know, basically not, not everyone is your customer and that's okay. But the people that care about getting it done right and really want something high quality and understand the value, um, are the people that are going to get
1: the most benefit out of it. And that's who we want to work for Yeah. If you want it, if you want it dirt cheap, there's lots of guys out there. that will do it. If you want your deductible absorbed, there's guys out there to do it. I would just, it's, it's not legal and it's not moral and it's not ethical. We're just not going to do it. Yeah. And you
0: were saying something about, so and I know we covered this a little bit, but is Texas the only state where you can do this unlicensed?
1: Oh, no. No, okay. it's, this is pretty, pretty
0: widespread. Pretty widespread. Okay. Yeah. So even outside of Texas, you still have to be leery for those uh, storm chasers and the, the flat built hats and the big trucks. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's good. So based on what you know now, kind of what you've seen on some of your business experience, if you were to go back to, let's say, 10, 10 years younger, Rick, and give yourself some advice. What advice do you think you'd give yourself? Start the business sooner. <laughs> start it sooner. Yeah,
1: start the business sooner. Absolutely. That's a good. So, one. It's been good. We've uh, we've been we've been lucky in a lot of aspects, but we worked hard and you know hard work p- provides luck. Sometimes you got to have a little bit of both. And uh, we have a good reputation, and and we want we want to maintain that. We work for a lot of realtors and and other people in the industry who trust us to give them good advice and good product for their customers so that they get repeat customers. Yeah. So that's really good. So for any entrepreneurs that are on here, people
0: thinking about starting a business and maybe you're, you're hesitant, maybe you're getting caught up in your own head of why you can't do it. Um, what advice Rick would you give those people that are
1: on the fence about trying to start their own thing if they should or shouldn't do it start small and grow slowly. And when you start to see it happen and put the money away, don't spend every time you get it, put it away. There will be rainy days. And whenever you've got it at the end of the year, whenever you've got money in the bank and your accountant smiling, then life is good. Yeah. And guys, we we talk about too, you know, doing the hard things, the
0: stuff that Rick's doing, the stuff that we're doing, they're not easy and they're not comfortable, but that's a, that's a choice that's on purpose because the good things in life don't come from the easy path. So when you take that hard decision and what Rick says is you just make it happen. You just take that step and you do it. Is it easy? No. Is it worth it? Heck yes. (laughs) That doesn't mean everything's going to be smooth paths and smooth sailing. But when you get to that point where you've been able to accumulate finances and wealth and freedom and seeing other people happy and creating that culture, then that's all worth it.
1: Absolutely. But not easy. Right. (laughs) I will tell you too, when you're starting out, nobody wants to give you money what you have money to bank, Now everybody wants to give you money. It's going. Like, I don't need it now. I'm yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Yep. You got to be ready for that. People Absolutely. starting to come after you.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody wants to tell us how to do our business, how to better jobs. They want to give us money. Yeah. No, we're good.
0: No, yep. that's good. Well, so, so Rick and his team just spent a full day with us here on the, uh, the rocket fuel retreat. So I'd love Rick, if you don't mind, just in a few, in a few sentences or just kind of quick thoughts, maybe sharing, um, your experience. And for those of you that don't know, that's where we, We have kind of a full focus day on, on helping businesses like Rick's craft their message, where we shoot videos, build a funnel, help on messaging, kind of putting everything together in very compressed time. I'm sure you're exhausted. You guys have been here all day in the heat.
1: (laughs) Sitting too long. (laughs) Brennan and I are used to being up and moving around. Yes, yes. Uh, For us, it's been an exciting time. Uh, This is, this is uh, outside of what we understand and do. And uh, the research we did on you guys said it was the right right fit and what we needed to do in order to grow our business to the next step. And so we certainly didn't have the skill set to do that. And luckily, you guys are here and have that skill set and can help us along the way with that. So I guess my, 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 my next biggest fear now is that we don't grow too big too fast. Yeah. So... Yeah, that, that'll that definitely wreck you. It's, most of the time, it's that
0: those are never the thoughts of a small entrepreneur. They're like, I just need enough money to cover my rent. Right. <laughs> But you guys are at the point of, you know, you've seen it where these things can tip the scales. Yes, absolutely. You know, we're, we're seeing like, you know, 40, 50, 60 leads coming in a month and more for different businesses we're working with. So it's like, hey, if we get 60 and we close half of those, like, can we do that quality work? And, right. And, and the beauty with digital marketing is everything is very scalable. To be like, hey, if we, you know, decrease the spend or change the way we word this, you know, you can meter that. But yeah, if you go, Ball to the wall and flip all the switches. <laughs> you two, can two times to lose money when you've got too little work and when you have too much work. That's right. That's yeah. right. And those are those are real. <laughs> right. That can really happen. That's cool, Rick. Well, any other um, inspiring thoughts or words? So, so any so these are groups of like entrepreneurs or marketers here that are just trying to grow and get better. So the purpose of this podcast is just to encourage people to to be better marketers, even if you're a business owner like Rick. Or you're doing marketing full-time it's really less of just all the actions you have to do but really just the way that you think how to how to talk to your customers how to create um, catchy ideas for campaigns those sort of things so anything rick that that you'd want to share maybe inspiration or something that you've learned along the way that might help these folks
1: just mainly trust your gut and research the people you're dealing with make sure you're dealing with quality people don't sell your values there you go. Yep. That is
0: so important. And Rick, if people want to know more about uh, TNL or what you're doing, how can they connect
1: with you? Either through our website at www.tlroofingrepair.com or call us or send us uh, an email at info at or give us a phone call at... I don't know what our number is. Yeah. So if you go to the website, phone number
0: will be on there. Yep, absolutely. And you can call it. Um, well, that's great. Well, Rick, thank you so much for, one, being on this, on this podcast. And this is a quick message we like to kind of do... Short, quick hits to give some great value. Uh, It's great to be networked with just quality people that really care about the process, really care about the people. And you guys are winning the game, which is exciting. We are. It's
1: nice. It's fun.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Rick, thanks for being on here. Everyone uh, with Be A Better Marketer listeners, thank you guys for listening. Catch you again next week, and keep on doing great things. so if you enjoyed this episode i would love for you to rate and review and share this podcast it would mean the world to me so if you could write a quick review give it a five-star rating and then if there's anyone you think that could be inspired or motivated by this lesson please share it that's how we grow and thanks for your support